Welcome back. You know who it is. Bleh, f*** off. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Once I think we were two, whenever uh, it was, we found the the German Scheiser porn. That's not a lot of each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead face. Right in front of you. Welcome back to the Judge Torium. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. We're decaying with the boys. And don't you think we so sexy? We like our sticks cheesy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the boys are heading into the dog days of the festival season, and you can be there right alongside of us when we take over the Energy Innovation Center for Brewing Up a Cure. Scheduled for October 8th of 2022, homebrewers, probers, vendors, and a host of others come together for a unique experience that is using beer for good. For 14 years, Brewing Up a Cure has raised more than $325,000 for the fight against cystic fibrosis, and you play a big part in this year's festivities. So here's a breakdown of the action. VIP tickets are on sale for $65. You get an hour early with limited free parking and beers brewed specifically for you. General admission is $50. Gets you in the door at 6 p.m. until the doors close at 9 p.m. And you DDs, you responsible, responsible people, you have tickets too at $20. You can't drink any beer because, of course, you're the one taking all the drunk idiots home, but you get all the food and the cool Events that are offered at this event. So head on over to eventbrite.com and search out Brewing Up a Cure to get those tickets now. But just make sure you tell them that the boys sent you. Yeah. Welcome back. It is just back to a family episode. We had so much fun last time being on site in Allentown, Pittsburgh. How with with how two many, guests. How many DMs did I get about that, by the way? <sighs> you guys went all the way to Allentown. No. no we said it on the episode, too. You got to yeah. listen to the whole episode. You got to listen to the whole thing. We really appreciate it. Yeah, if I mean, go back and listen to it. It's Pittsburgh. It's just right up the hill, it's right just, there by Mount Washington and Mount yeah. Oliver. It's right yeah. up there at the cross. So and we had a great time with uh, uh, Jen from Intergroove and Mike from Dancing Gnome. Two great guests had a fun, had a fun, good time, silly goose time, yeah. as you say. Yes, yeah. But we're back here in the Judgeatorium, <laughs> and just like the promo says, we are heading into brewing up a cure. One of our favorite events that we get to go to and adam you brewed up beers for bring up a cure and i get to be here and try them and you don't little sneak preview this week nana nana boo boo not only that but there <laughs> might be one for the vip but, okay uh we'll have to see if it gets ready in time little secret yeah it's probably yeah. not it's probably not gonna happen <laughs> So if it does, ooh. <laughs> so if it, if it does, UVIPs are real special. Yeah. Because it's going to be limited bottles of something very fresh. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, Adam, it is round one. You brewed up some beers to bring up a cure. Put that all together. Call it round one beers. What are we drinking? So we are drinking the lighter of the two beers I am taking uh, to bring up a cure. Uh, bring up a cure will be a bunch of darker beers for Bash Brew this year. And the first one is titled, Have a Nice Cold Pint and Wait for This All to Blow Over. Which is a reference to one of your favorite movies. Shaun of the Dead. Correct. Yeah. Because this is an English Dark Mild. Oh, wonderful. So it's a very traditional uh, English Dark Mild from what I could research. Uh, we have some Mar- Mars Otter uh, malt, which is British malt. 
a little bit of caramel malt, a little bit of chocolate, a little special B, and a little secret malt for uh, some body and flavor. Because this is only coming in at 3.9%. So okay. very light, lightest thing I've ever made. Yeah, I was going to say. full truth. Yeah. And then just topped with a little East Kent Golding and fermented low and slow to give you what I was going for is yeah. maybe like uh, some some English dark mods you have are like roasty and chocolatey. I want a little bit of that. But I, if you use the English yeast at a certain temperature, kind of low to mid, um, you get some fruity esters off of it. So yeah. I want a little bit of that fruit to come through. And not like hazy IPA, which is stone fruit, tropical fruit. It's like your dark fruit. It's like a raisin, plum, grape. Not really grape, but plum, raisin. Yeah. Flavors. Like in that in that dark fruit family. Yeah. Very much so. And I can tell you that the little bit of knowledge that I have about this beer, low and slow, does give you that nice plum taste. And you have in this one, um, I almost confuse it for maltiness at first because I ate Chinese food before I came here. <laughs> I mean, you do get some off like that caramel malt yeah. and that special bee malt, but the plum really yeah. comes over top. But those of all malts that. kind of help around that. Yeah, that flavor. Out. For like sure. it should all kind of play together. I'm really happy with it. Uh, I tried it like two hours before you got here today, yeah. and it was still a little undercarbed and tasted like uh, weak, little watery yeah. almost. And I was like, ah, I think it's just undercarbed. So I shook it a little bit. It was kind of a bitch to pour because I shook it up. Yeah, but it turned out. <laughs> carbed now yeah. so we can give it a proper assessment i'm very happy with how it turned out yeah, my absolutely. first english dark mild so i think you did a great job but I'm, a, on this. I'm a fan of the style yeah. so it just took me a while to brew one and i would say too like most people are worried most people equate like flavor profiling with the abv like when you say it's under four percent you're like oh my god it's probably gonna taste like a like a weaker kind of like uh but this doesn't it has all kinds of flavor notes that play throughout the beer yeah your, your you're head kind of goes sting of like a barrel age or anything but you're you're definitely getting the full flavor profile right your head kind of goes to those american light lagers immediately yeah. when you think under four or or even a german lager which is lighter in flavor it's supposed to be that's why english dark miles are some of my favorites they're always most of them are under four always under five and they have so much flavor still. Yeah. And that's that's why it's one of my favorites. Wonderful. So we have a great beer to sip on during round one. And we have some combat sports news. So from Buckle to Bell to Bellator and back, the boys bring you the best combat news in the biz. Just because it's Halloween season does not mean that everything that closes needs to be a spirit Halloween store. However, the House of Black is slowly becoming one. Uh, as previously stated in another episode, the leader of the House of Black, Malachi Black, is taking hiatus for his own mental health. Uh, he was able to debunk his desire to be released from AEW to only then confirm it the next day on a post on Instagram where he then completely roasted all the leaks from the back room in AEW. Uh, Buddy Matthews is now the newest person to join this group. The very talented Australian wrestler uh, addressed a crowd at an indie show in Rhode Island on September 25th where he used language very similar to that of Malachi Black. And this drove David Meltzer to report that both Black and Matthews wanted to return to WWE. However, both superstars have that since debunked that. It appears that Malachi truly does want to look after his own mental health, and Buddy Matthews just needs a break. They're just stepping away from the ring. I mean, I could understand if Malachi wanted to go back because his wife's there still. And yeah. Makes sense. Maybe that's part of the, you know, mental struggle. That would yeah. be tough, being on the road and separate away from your cities most of the time. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, they both debunked it, said they're st still with AEW and mm -hmm. just taking a break. Yeah. To, as they, as they both said, like you, you as you stated, they were very similar, but they both said they needed to recalibrate. Yeah. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes yeah. you need to walk away from things for a little bit. And, yeah, uh, like an old PC joystick. Sometimes you had to like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the thing lined back yeah. up, the spring lined yeah. back up. Yeah. You got to realign your springs sometimes. Yeah. This... This, this Malachi's Commodore 64 controller got a little <laughs> junked up. I think you just let everybody know how old That's you were. How old they I am. didn't know already. That was my first <laughs> same video game system. I, I found it at a flea market. Same <laughs> So it was old by the time we got our hands on them. Yeah. Because we were poor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super poor. <laughs> the boy never had an NES. Nope. I had a lot of friends that had them, though. That's true. I did a lot of friends that had that. That was always my, that was my go-to. Where's Matt for the whole week? You'll never find me. I'm at the Baylog's house. That's how, you, that's how you developed such a great sense of humor, and I developed crippling depression. <laughs> uh, so, moving on to, to, <laughs> to other news. Back to combat news from Buckle to Bell. Bellator and back. The boys bring you the best combat news in the business. See, so, I can do that, too. It was really good. It's a lot of bees. That's a lot, what you do there. Yeah, the it's the Pan Yeah, yeah. 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 So Bobby Fish is doing a little bit of uh, Bobby Fish and back, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to Bobby Fish and back because he was trying to go back to WWE and he decided he wanted to reach back in to AEW's locker room and try to bring his old undisputed era teammates Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole with him. However, both of those parties have refused to jump on board with him. Uh, first and foremost, because Kyle O'Reilly is still on the mend from surgery. I think he had neck fusion surgery. Yes. And then Adam Cole, of course, is dealing with – he had a concussion and then another lower body injury uh, from his he – he's being used consistently. Uh, so then whenever they told Bobby Fish, we're not coming with you, he's like, fine, I'll go on my own all the way back to Impact Wrestling. <laughs> to crickets. Did you yeah. see that promo? Nobody. Nobody <laughs> cares. That's tough. Uh, but I didn't want to be this guy, but out of the whole thing, if he's not there and we still get Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with yeah. it. Yeah. That just gives me the Kyle I want, which yeah. is single star Kyle. Exactly. Yeah. The future title holder, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. Once his neck heals up, he'll be yeah. back as strong as Kurt Angle was <laughs> after his neck surgery. But how many Percocets will he take? <laughs> Hopefully all of them. <laughs> Angle had a great title run on the perks. He really did. His whole TNA run, which is arguably the best part of his career, is all perked yeah. up. Yeah, and I like how he's like, I'm going to remake an Italian mafia. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm high on perks. I'm making an Italian mafia. Let's wrestle you everybody. You know what didn't go well on his uh, red, white, and blue spandex? What's that? Black pinstripes. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo! It's, Questionable choices. It's like, buddy, you have all this money. Get new ring attire. He wore like the big goofy hat too. Like yeah. not a true Italian hat. It was like no. the movie prop. Hat. It's the one you get from Spencer's gifts. It's like what scary movie would he use? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So moving on to something that is pretty scary. Chris Cyborg, uh she debuted in her pro boxing uh career against Simone Silva. Uh she received a unanimous decision uh over uh, Ms. Silva at the Atletico Arena in Brazil on September 25th. Cyborg was uh, written to uh, control the pace of this bout for a considerable amount of time, wearing a smile on her face while she rapidly advanced, much like she did in her UFC career and her current uh, Bellator career, where Silva eventually settled in after the first two rounds, but ultimately paid the price for every single mistake she made. Every time she like flailed a hook, she ate shots. Cyborg has been known to have that counterpunch uh, technique, and she was able to translate that kickboxing into stand-up American-style boxing. I watched the highlights from this fight. She has so much power 
that oh, it, yeah. it is it's it's pretty terrifying um but then again too if we it's it's her pro boxing debut against silva silva's a veteran of the ring and she's coming off of now 10 consecutive losses dating back to 2019 so it's not like they brought out like uh like even a mid card pro boxer in that weight class they just said hey listen we need someone to come in there you have a veteran status you probably have the skills to stand toe to toe you and, won't get creamed yeah but... and cyborg's like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I didn't even know that happened this week. Yeah. So then Cyborg, like I said, continues to hold the featherweight title for Bellator and is awaiting a proper opponent while this loss has spelled possibly the end of Simone Silva's boxing career, um, which is okay. Silva had a good career. I think she's 17 and 22, which is a very respectable uh, pro pro record. Um, I believe she's held a title at the featherweight uh, nice. level. Earlier in her career. Earlier yeah. in the career, yeah. Uh, and you know what? If you go out losing to Chris Cyborg, you're not losing to a scrub. Clearly, Cyborg right. has the power to be a pro boxer, and she put it on full display here. You can check out the highlights on YouTube right now, and you can uh, go to our friends at Fighting Odds. They actually have the uh, highlights on there, too, so you can go back and you can see some of the round-by-round -round highlights. See the devastation. Speaking of devastation, Dana White devastatedly admits that Kazamat versus Diaz would have sucked. UFC 279 had its own weird news cycle as it ramped up uh, to what fight fans knew would be Nate Diaz's last bout in the UFC. However, despite the support that Nate has shown to the UFC, he was basically being fed to a very young and hungry fighting fighter in Kazuma Chimeyev. Uh, Kazuma, very hungry. Yeah, very much so. He, he missed weight by Yeah, he missed pounds. weight by eight pounds. He was so hungry. <laughs> Chimeyev is known as a devastator. He's good on the ground. He's good on his feet. He has a lot of power. He is. Um, unreal. But as we said, Kazamat surprisingly missed weight. But instead of being taken off the card like most times you would see, he was given a catchweight match against Kevin Holland, who was absolutely dismantled. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kevin Holland is a badass. He's an absolute he staunch fighter. Owned. owned. Absolutely owned. So then White decided to go on the Action Junkies podcast, follow Action Junkies podcast on all social media. They're a fantastic, fantastic uh, fighting podcast as well. And he stated the following. After you watch the fight, you realize that Kazamat versus Nate Diaz would have been fucked. That wouldn't have been good. Yeah, uh, and that truly doesn't help out the continued speculation that this whole card was revamped on rumor and like, you know, oh, the ticket sales are bad. Right. Pay-per-view sales are bad. Um, but I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see it either. I, I didn't want to see Diaz get. I didn't. I, I much, owned. I much enjoyed Diaz and Ferguson. <clears throat> that yes. was good. Yeah, that was good. I really enjoyed that. But now if you go on to Diaz's, uh, road to fight a road to war vlog, there's an exchange between him and Dana white where Dana white goes, this is always your fucking house. You always have a home in the UFC. Now you take that couple it with this. I think there's actually some weight now that you can put to the rumors that they had to readjust that card for sales. Maybe. I mean, maybe playing to Diaz so he can come back. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the hope. That's the hope and prayer of Dana White yeah, at this point. Man. I don't think he's ever going to get it. I ain't never going to get it. So, Adam, you know Papa can't eat red meat. I do. Yeah, but you know who's trying to eat red meat? The owner of Beyond Meat? Yeah. An executive from Beyond Meat was accused of biting a man's nose outside of a, I think it's a football game. I believe it was, yeah. yes. The Beyond Meat COO, Doug Ramsey, was accused of a road rage, road rage, road rage, road 
Road You said it right every time. I don't know why you keep coming back. Road rage attack outside of the football Smelling game. Smell any burnt toast? What? <laughs> uh, where Roots. <laughs> it's a funny word when you think about it. Uh, it was a game between the Arkansas Razorbacks and the Missouri State Bears in Fayetteville. Uh, reports indicate that the victim attempted to inch in front of Ramsey's SUV, and then as he tried to do that in a parking garage, he made like slight contact with his tire. Ramsey's like, "Oh, what the fuck is that?" <laughs> he came running out of his vehicle and went. He must have been on cocaine because he punches through the back windshield. No, he's on no meat. He's just been eating that Beyond Meat and he's angry. It's whatever's in Beyond Meat that gets him all jacked up. (laughs) And he punched through the back windshield, scaring the shit out of the victim. Clearly they flavor the shit with bath salts. (laughs) So in a full rage, Ramsey then proceeded to pull the victim close to him as if to like dirty box and then started to strike him all about his body. And as soon as the victim tried to break away and push, that's when Ramsey pulled him close and went full Florida man basalts and bit the top of his nose and pulled that flesh off right here. It's on the bridge down to the tip. He rips it off. Mm, Real meat. (laughs) And now that's what we have to worry about. This vegetarian. Beyond meat zombies. Yeah. Now he has a taste for blood. (laughs) Have you seen a picture of this man? He looks like a psychopath. He had a. Put it right here. Yeah, he has the smallest right. head I've ever seen. Yeah, he looks like um, the human iteration of Kingpin from the Daredevil comics. No, you know what he looks like. You know, what he looks like. Uh, remember the old Super Mario Brothers movie when they had the the Goomba? <laughs> you know, the one the harmonica. <laughs> Man is weird looking. Absolutely, I'd be angry if I looked like that too. Yeah, I would be too. And also, you're if gonna I... get a body like this, but no meat. Yeah, none. Like, no. what, what am I doing? He's only injecting highball pest into his body, and then <laughs> <laughs> you know that might explain it. That's what it is. So I can't get my protein. I gotta get this test in me. I think the most surprising part of this is that he punched out a back windshield because I mean it's common sense. The front windshield and the back windshield are the two strongest pieces of glass on your car, and the, and people around witnesses were like, it was one punch, and he, bang, and he went through Holy it. Crap. Yeah. Uh, so the victim made a full police statement, uh, and everything is kind of going through that process right now. Beyond Meat, of course, has yet to make a statement because how the hell do you <laughs> like? There's no covering that up. There's no re- there's no rebound. <laughs> Sorry, uh, he's on paid leave. Yeah, our COO went full bass all crazy and assaulted somebody for touching his tire. We're sorry. <laughs> you should see where he got our financials this quarter, though. We can't leave. We can't lose him. <laughs> Cannot lose him. He's in Taco Bell now. He got us in Taco Bell. We can't lose this now. <laughs> We're going to get him one Wendy's cheeseburger, and everything's going to yeah. be fine. Chill the beans. Cool <laughs> it down. <laughs> you know who else is trying to cool things down? Tony Khan. And some dumb fans on the internet believe that he should hire one Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon oh, yeah. to control the backstage chaos. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, It's not like you got half your roster because people hated that man. <laughs> Come on. What the? F- it was. This just proves why I shouldn't go 100% wrestling fan. There's a lot of dumb wrestling fans. Yeah. You kind of lose your common sense if you get too deep into it. Well, you it. know what would be great? If The Undertaker dropped from the ceiling and was like, I'm the GM now. <laughs> Rest in dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, strange things, of course, have happened. 
uh, since then too, because the internet went crazy at the same time this was happening. Uh, <laughs> it was Ted, Teddy Long's oh, yeah, started blocking people, He's blocking everybody, blocked every single person, and then Teddy Long uh, got on got on Twitter to go live <laughs> on Twitter from his gym. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he worked out. Yeah, one. He's a very small man. Very much so. Um, and two, he said it's his account got hacked. Yeah, yeah. And he thinks it's somebody that he blocked. Hacked no. his account and then blocked other people. Hey, so this is my like, so Teddy, you were blocking some people. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite thing that he said. He goes, I don't know who it was, but it was probably someone I blocked, and then they hacked me and started blocking people. And it was like, Well, then you know who <laughs> somebody go to Teddy Long's house. I think he had a Beyond Meat Burger, punched out his back window, and then just blocked everybody on Twitter. Approach carefully. Beyond Meat zombies are real. This is not a test. They are coming for your back windshields and your noses. And even if you approach him carefully and he's sober, he could put you in a match with The Undertaker. <laughs> You're going one-on-one with The Undertaker. Or put you in a mixed team uh, tag match. Why was that always the alternative? That was just his thing. Like the Undertaker thing was always funny That's to when watch. when I just stopped watching yeah. SmackDown. He's like, now you're going to go with Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Alexa Bliss had to be at one point being like, can you fucking not? <laughs> leave me alone, Teddy. So there are rumored wrestlers that want to leave their respective locker rooms, most notably AEW. Now, some people have been rumored and some have been dispelled and some others are still on the block. But I want to fantasy book them real quick if they right, do make a jump. Do this, Matt. Are we going to get in trouble? That's what happened. You've yeah. gotten yelled at before. I've been yelled at before. <laughs> I'm still sorry. Don't you wish people to have success in other places? <laughs> don't you dare do that. Well, I'm doing it. I don't care. So, Adam, we're going to run through a couple of these people, and I want you to let me know where you'd want to put them if they were no longer in the AEW locker room. Okay? Boy, this is tough. It's it's a little. It's a I little mean, I'm tough. looking ahead at the names. Yeah. I, I did not prepare for this segment. I was, pre- <laughs> I was preparing for a round two segment. Round two is going to get fierce. <laughs> so, what would you want to do with Malachi Black? And let's just throw Buddy Matthews in there too. I think they're a package deal. I don't want them to be a package deal. You want them to be? Separate? I'm shipping them separate. Yeah. Okay, where are you separate? I'm separating them out. Uh, Malachi Black is going back to the E, mm-hmm. back to WWE under Papa H, and Buddy Matthews is going to New Japan. Oh, yeah, that would be really good. Yeah. I think Buddy Matthews uh, in the G21, Yeah, that would be really cool to see him go through that tournament-style fight. Uh, also, too, he'd be kind of fun to join that uh, Los Encorvales, or however you said it. Yes, yeah, that would be, be great. Really fun to see so, him there. That's where I want him. Because yeah. if you send him the impact, he's going to. Him and NATO, that would be really cool to see them too. go after it. That would be fun. Maybe have him do a little bit of. GCW too, while you know, in between that'd be New Japan dates, yeah, that'd be cool. GCW, MLW, that kind of thing, like those back to back promotions. That'd be yeah, fun. Keep them off Impact though. Yeah, yeah. It, Impact. We saw what happened to Bobby Fish. I don't, want, I don't wish that on anybody. Well, there's a problem though. If you had to pick one, Bobby Fish or Buddy Matthews, it's kind. Of, I mean, I'm only pick. I'm purely. I think they have a very similar skill set. I'm only taking Buddy Matthews because he's younger and he's hot. So hot. Like, look at him. He's so buff. He's like an action figure. I'm definitely going to watch Buddy Matthews Woo. first. I'm you down. Th- you got to think for the Australians, huh? I do. The Thunder down hey, under. Hey, mate. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm definitely taking Malachi Black and putting him back in the E. I'm going to take Buddy Matthews and put him in there as well. And I want to put them with the. Because yeah, you want to see him two times a week. I do. <laughs> but I want to put them under a new dark faction. I want to put them oh, with so the you're return- keeping them together in the yeah, E, too. Right? And I want to put them with the returning Bray Wyatt. I think that'd be a fun 
Um, you don't know that, Tim. <laughs> it would be fun if it is. What if the White Rabbits – I hope the White Rabbits somebody ridiculous. Well, everyone's saying it could be Karrion Cross. They're saying it because he's no, had – I want to be dumb. I want to be really dumb. Well, who's it going to be, though? Like, bring back uh, the Funkasaurus. No, Funkasaurus is cool, man. <laughs> yeah, but not – not with all this buildup, it ain't. Wouldn't it be Because that's what ruined him the first time. They that's built him true. up as a monster, and then they brought him in as a dancing dum-dum. You know who it is? Veer Mahan. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> what about the Young Bucks? That's why that rabbit's white. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Young Bucks? Where, where are you putting them? <laughs> uh, not in WWE. Okay. Anywhere else. Back to New Japan. GCW. Really? Yeah. You don't want to see them go to a big stage? After seeing the acclaimed versus swerving Keith Lee, I don't really like the Young Bucks style anymore. Yeah. I thought that match was so good. It Bo- was. Both really. of the matches were so yeah. good. Yeah. I like FTR style a little bit better. It's just too – it takes me out of it. It takes yeah. me out of it. And they were one of my favorite matches last year. I do realize that against the yeah. Lucha Brothers, which was a very flippy shit match. But it was. it had a lot of story to it, too. It so, did. Um, yeah. I don't know. No? Yeah, I don't think they belong in the E. I don't think it'll work. I think they're the one team that could survive Impact. I think they could go there and really get something going, which would be fun. It might be a shot in the arm for yeah. yeah. I think New Japan has moved in more to the strong style as well. I don't really know. I'd like to see them get German suplex a little too well, hard. That would, that would happen a <laughs> lot. A lot. Speaking of strong, how about Miro? This is a tough one. That's a rough one. Yeah, because he doesn't really fit GCW. He doesn't no. really sit fit MLW. No. Um, New Japan's tough. I don't think he's strong style enough for no. them. And then I think he's too strong style for the E. Yeah, he can't go back there. Plus, he cuts fiery religious-based promos, which WWE has stayed away from historically. Yeah, except for Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Well, then, you know. They wanted to bring his eyes back forward, so that's how he was allowed to pray. Did not work. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think Please uh, got his hair back. I think Miro just retires and does his uh, Twitch channel. <laughs> that would be kind of fun, actually. I, I know yeah. he. I know he does well on there. So he does. Yeah, just yeah. do that. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't want to see. Him I anymore. don't really know where he would go. I want him to succeed where, where he's, he's at. at. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I think he kind of like dispelled the rumors that he was going anywhere. The only problem is he got. Like I, I just don't know how you get him there. Like, how do you get him to the TNT title? I don't know because I'd rather see Hobbs have it if it's not on yeah. Wardlow. Like, yeah. you got to put him in some Haas matches, I guess. Yeah, but, you do, or you just really got to let him go after. He's kind of injury prone too. He can go after the Atlantic title. Him versus Pac would be good. that'd be really. I think we've good. already seen it, but we I have, don't know if that was in with, the year with in... stakes on the line though. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Yeah, never buys. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, MJF. I don't want him to leave. <laughs> if he goes anywhere, he's got to go to WWE. Uh-uh. He's got to. You know where I want him to go? He's not going to make enough money anywhere else. I want him to go to New Japan because he's going to talk the most reckless shit. And he has to make all the translators work overtime. <laughs> I mean, but he'll he never go. He, no, there's not yeah. enough money there. No. He wouldn't want to go there anyway uh, because he has said that he doesn't like he doesn't like watching New Japan. It's not his thing. Um yeah, probably stand-up comedy. I don't know. It'd have to be. A- I want. He's either going to be in WWE or something where he can talk reckless shit and not yeah. have any consequences. Get a podcast with Andrew Schultz. You can just say whatever the fuck yeah, you dude. want. <laughs> Flagrant three. <laughs> what about CM Punk? Boo. <laughs> he's done, bro. Yeah, I think he's over. He's done. Do you see that picture that leaked of him? 
he was next to a, uh, a a lady who was getting a picture taken with him. His whole arm was like an attraction thing. It looks like his arms held together by like hopes and dreams. Oh, because of his yeah, his yeah. twin try. It's completely wrecked. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's he's fragile or working stupid, one of the two, and then he's stupid behind the scenes. Yeah, he's not. Regardless re- of whose fault it was. It's just tough, man. Don't. Like, why would you? Yeah. You know what? Send them to whatever fed we're sending the damn young bucks to so they can just fight again. That, yeah. That would work out. There. Yeah. That's it. Or retire. <laughs> yeah. Go be the muffin man at the bakery. <laughs> yeah. That's, you that's, give it to have a CM muffin, Chicago made muffins. Just the, the video edits of him eating the muffin make my day happy. Because it's like the vitriol that comes out of his mouth and he's like, it's just like you don't really give a shit though. Yeah, like it's I don't know. Well, that was like all the things that came out of the other promotions that he wrestled in. They were like they're like now you're seeing it. Yeah. Like all these people are coming out. Like we didn't want to say it before, but now you're seeing it. This is what happens. So now that you're seeing it, sucks to be you guys. Yeah, and it's like you you yeah. you realized two pay per views ago you were at the, the press conference crying because ROH got saved. Yeah, and now you're at this one spitting muffins on the air. Yeah, it's terrible. And then fighting the EVPs. Yeah. yeah exactly. Speaking of EVPs, Woo! last but not least here on the list, uh, Mr. Kenny the Cleaner Omega, where do you think he goes? I want him to be... Can I, can I send him to be a jobber in NXT? No, because he's too good. <laughs> Back to New Japan, then. Or anything else I don't want. Well, I do watch some New Japan, but... Yeah. Well, New Japan Strong is a thing now, too. MLW would be great, because I never watch yeah. that. MLW is good, yeah. I, I think. <laughs> I just don't want to see him. You're terrible, man. I loved. The, I loved while he was away. Really? Look, he came back and everything went to shit. It's not his fault. That's not his fault. It's not his fault. I heard he hit CM Punk with a joystick. <laughs> he got bit after saving a dog. I thought that you'd be like by you. There's an investigation ongoing, and you can't prove shit. Also called us all cats that piss and shit on the house. He does. He did say that. That's really mean. <laughs> He's a weird dude. He did you see that? He's like Pee Wee Herman weird, and like not, not Paul Rubens weird. Like Pee Wee Herman, yeah, the character. character. <laughs> He's a wackadoo. Yeah, Paul's weird gets you uh, uh, in trouble. Yes. Yeah, Pee Wee's weird just gets you weird stares. What a- <laughs> <laughs> So you know who's not weird? Our sponsors. Our sponsors are not weird. They support us. And when you support our sponsors, then you support us. And when you support us, bringing some pretty cool stuff. So we're going to see you on the other side. Welcome back to Judge Torium. You know who it is. It's the boys. And we're brought to you by Newsly, an all-in-one super audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. So you can browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. You can stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports to tech to business, science, Bitcoin, or even local brewery hotspots spots it'll find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud and guess what they even have podcasts explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries and even our podcast the king with the boys is on there too i actually started using it as my default podcast app and they even have digital radio download and use newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in our description and use the promo code decay and receive one month of a free subscription Cheers. When you're done listening to this podcast, check out mine. It's called Beer in Front. 
Every week I talk about a classic beer that maybe we've forgotten along the way. I'll also talk about new beers that have potential to be classics. As the Chicago Beer Guy, I also talk a lot about great craft beers in the city of Chicago. That's Beer in Front, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something you like, because again, you support our sponsors and you support us. And when you support us, we're bringing some pretty cool stuff. Like getting our gothic jewelry, dude. It came in. What are you doing? You went You went to the bathroom during yeah. the break. And I gave you your stuff, and I said, put this on for the second oh, round. I, I, I lost it. Where is your I didn't ju- think you were serious. Yeah, dude. I put a whole bag in front of you. I saw the makeup. I didn't get it. Yeah, because we got the makeup. I thought that was for a guest. What guest? You know, we do the, the guest bags. We don't do guest bags. Oh, you said we were going to start soon, I thought. No. I don't know. I wasn't doing this. What? What did you do? We want... The, I remember the goth, the gothic it's nipples so looks, jewelry. It looks great. Thanks, dude. I got the, I got the earrings. But the makeup. Yeah, they they put um they put the makeup in with it, and they say when you put the jewelry on, put the makeup on. It highlights it highlights the jewelry. So you, you look can... like you're trying to catch a lonely fella at the Juggalo gathering. Oh come on, no 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 no! I didn't get it from Juggalos.com. I got it from Goth Nipples. But the face, dude. What you had extreme on the makeup. No, dude. This is the, the the under the powder thing that Ryan Ashley does. I did that. Did you? Yeah, I did that. I don't think she buys her stuff at Spirit. This is, this came from this came from the website. They said they were going to give us jewelry. <laughs> oh, okay. So I got the jewelry, and then I got the makeup, and I did. They said they said put it on places you want to accent. I have really nice eye, eyebrows, so I want to put on my eyebrows. That's what I did. Clearly, I'm good at this. And then and then your big juicy lips. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But then it's so white. What? It's so white. Gothic girls do the pale thing. Your nostrils look extra black. I don't know why. If I flare them out, can you, <laughs> can you steal my thoughts? Probably because you're smelling all that face paint. It is pretty toxic. I think yeah, it's... I don't know why, yeah, I don't know why you'd put on the goth nipples. Face I was paint. getting a little... The earrings look great. Thanks, dude. Did you just pierce those, too? Yeah. You're making a lot of life decisions today. Well, the, the makeup gets you thinking weird. So well, you're keeping it? Is this the new mat? <laughs> I mean, it could be. I mean, here's the thing. If I can survive your slings and arrows, then I can go out in the world like this. Oh, I'm very accepting. I don't know how your job is going to be or your family or... <sighs> like, it's it's really about me being who I want to be and prospering and flourishing and and finding ways to just be my own unique person. You look like the second grader that eats Sharpie markers. It's because of the lips, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I could. Looks like you downed a couple Sharpie markers. I could definitely see where that could come across. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, I mean, this isn't good, is it? No. I'm, I'm sure there's a, there's, a, there's a scene for it. There's a scene for everything. You be you. This is a very accepting podcast. I know. I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> it hurts now. It's getting tight. Yeah, it, I don't think it was the highest quality of it, makeup. It kind of And you just put it on over your facial hair. I don't think you're supposed to do that either. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I got too much shit on me. <laughs> is this is this what's going to happen to Sting when he retires? Probably. You do look like yeah. a Sting groupie. I feel like one, too. You're like old and Ooh. used up. <laughs> 
Birdie Lee put him through the table, Harsh. I feel like I'm 70 right now. This, like, hurts. It's pinching my face. Well. Say it. Well. This is it. This is you now. So. <sighs> All right. Well, anyway. It's a sponsor. How long are we locked in for? Well, they didn't tell us about. They didn't give Oh, there's a- terms. Yeah, there were terms. I signed. You signed oh, something? I might have signed for both of us. Dude, you're not supposed to sign stuff without me. What'd you sign? I had your license. It was fine. What? Our contract. Did you see the paycheck? Again, no. You're signing papers I don't see, and there's money I don't see. I'm the one that brought Gotham well, Nipples to your attention. We have to get through the term of the contract. What's the term of the contract? I don't know. We're going to have to look it up. I think it's possibly one year. I have to do this for a year? Yeah. Just the jewelry. The jewelry hurts just as much as the face paint. Well, and the, and the makeup. <laughs> I don't think you have to go that extreme on the lips, though. It's not the lips. I the think lips. you just need to learn how to do it. Take some tutorials. If you want to be this, you should research it online. Maybe read a book. Not just jump into it. Watch a YouTube Willy-nilly and just try Take it. Take the steps. Just don't dive in. <laughs> no, not into the makeup case. Well, you'll love it when we get the paycheck. It's fine. Although I spent some of it subscribing to Goth Nipples mailing list. So there is no mailing list. Oh, yeah, there is. You bought OnlyFans. You bought OnlyFans. You took all the money you got from that. You got got a bunch of OnlyFans. It's a classy newsletter. It's OnlyFans. It's a newsletter. Okay. It's electronic. How many articles are in it? I think there's a little bio about each one of the models. OnlyFans. There's a oh no 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 it's not only okay only vamps <laughs> yeah maybe something like that yeah, okay well hopefully you spend some money on some beer ingredients because I do understand that brewing up a cure is around the corner you made another fantastic award winning beer put that all together call it round two beers what are we drinking bone in my hand now I smack myself yeah jeez Louise what you get I got the shat faced pumpkin roll stout. Which is, uh, I think it's our third time doing it. Maybe fourth. It's definitely up there. Might be four years running. Um, So this one, we put pureed pumpkin in the mash. Then we pumpkin spiced the boil, chilled it, uh, fermented it out all the way. And then dry pastried instead of dry hopped. I don't know what they call that. I was going to say, that's a whole new. We basically dry hopped. Take care of the merchandise. Is that how we're going to lose the sponsor? If we lose the contract, we have to return the merchandise. So, easy. Okay. Anyway, I dry hopped two pumpkin rolls into the beer. Nice. And let it sit for 24 hours and then kegged it off. Okay. And we have this. And it's delicious. Yes. It does contain lactose. Yes. So, those of you who are lactose intolerant, please heed heed the warnings. There is lactose inside. Had to help with the sweetness and the thickness. This one's quite thick. Like your eyebrows. Very much like my eyebrows. Dark like my eyebrows, too. Uh, yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nice and sweet. Uh, doesn't it kind of, it? you know that you're getting a higher ABV beer with the very, very back end of it, but the sweetness really kind of uh, rolls over that. You get a nice, subtle punch in there. But then all the, the spices you get from, like, your traditional pumpkin spice iterations – all playing very well right there. It's a really good beer, Adam. So my thing about it is I like the little bit of roastiness that's on it right now. It kind of comes off like a coffee finish, like you're having the pumpkin roll, and then you got a little, yeah. you know, coffee on the side to go with it. I'm enjoying it. 
it's 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 mellowing out though, so I hope it lasts for a while. I think it should because it is a stout, mm-hmm. but it has mellowed a little bit since I went into the kegs. But it's got a lot of body. <clears throat> I'm really enjoying it. Nice and thick. I'm I'm happy with it. Hope everybody out there is happy with it when they try it on October eighth. Yeah, and come and and vote for Bash Brew. Eventbrite.com and look up uh, Brewing Up a Cure. And 2022. You yeah. Still available. Heck VIP yeah. general admission and DD tickets are still available. Come on so, out. Adam, we are in the first true weekend of spooky season. This episode's coming out on October 2nd. I couldn't tell by your face. Oh, this gave it away? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> people should know by now that we like to dabble in the world of horror while we are uh, talking about combat news and beer and everything, our, one of our true loves is horror. And we like to bring our tastes to you so you can kind of gauge out your spooky season watching. Uh, streaming isn't looking that great this year. There's not really a lot going on. You can catch a Blair Witch Project on pretty much any streaming service, which if that's your thing, that's your thing. But if you're going to find some other movies that are available on some other streaming platforms like Shutter, Peacock, uh, and there's a, a Freeform has a couple that are hanging around there too. Those are doing pretty well, but you have to go beyond the streaming services to pull in some of the movies that we like. Adam, real quick, vent about Peacock. Yeah, Peacock has every Phantasm on there except the best one, which number two? Number two? Yeah, not on there. It's not on any streaming. Boy, I can find one, three, four, five on all of them. No two. I gotta uh, rent it. Shutter. Shutter has all of them. I bet you it doesn't have two, but I'll look. Yeah, I'll take. I know advice. Shutter has a lot I'll of. Take them, a peeky. So. I did okay. not look there today. I do love a good phantasm. You know, honestly, I like Adam. Something we haven't done for a while. Adam, I challenge you. I'm not even scared because of the makeup. I it, it, it kind of takes with some of the punch. Laugh. I know. How does that work for Sting? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! How does that work know. for Vampiro? You're like Vampiro if he only did his eyebrows. Oh, yeah. But he did the full corpse paint. Yeah, he did. You should just go around the eyes maybe for the next year. Yeah. Then just say, like, part-time metal band. I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that. Do it. I challenge you to the Mount Rushmore. This is one of my favorite games. Of Halloween-based movies. Now, spooky season is here, like I said. The nights are cool, and you can smell the fire in the air, and horror movies have taken over your television. However... Halloween movies that are based in Halloween sometimes bring some of the best frights of the season. So, Adam, I want you to bring your best four movies based on Halloween in the world of the horror genre. And that could be On Halloween Day, Stemming from Halloween Day, A Haunting That Comes Out on Halloween or Resonates from Halloween, anything that involves the Halloween spirit itself. So, gotcha. we are going to go back and forth. Ones and twos, threes and fours until we get our eighth. Then we'll select our top four and then we'll deliver that to you, our wonderful listener, so you can get your spooky season started off right with a nice lineup of four movies from the boys. Are you ready? Let's do it. Adam, I went back into all of our show notes and found out that you actually are up first. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is it's been a couple months since we did a Mount Rush. It has been a quite a while. So Adam with your number one pick, you always bring fire and you always make fun of mine. I need to know, how are you going to start off your spooky season? Well, I got to go to Fright Fest 2022. Didn't tell you that. I was gone all weekend. And I got to see Terrifier 2. So Terrifier... T- no, I'm just kidding. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to play it popular. Especially every October, this movie's on TV. Okay. And it's 
Halloween. The original. The OG Halloween. 1978, sorry. So what draws you into this movie? Uh, it's honestly one of the first slashers I, I got into because just little kid uh, hanging out before trick-or-treat, you know, getting hyper, but it ain't time yet. What's on TV? And Halloween would always have a marathon on one of the stations. I want to say it was like TBS, TNT, one of the basic cable stations. And yeah, Halloween, it might not have even, it might have been Halloween 2 is the first one I saw, but going back through all of them, Halloween, the original is my favorite. Absolutely. It's a banger. And it's all based around Halloween. Yeah. So. And, and you know what? It actually kind of drove out some of the, uh, or not drove out, but kind of had independent filmmakers make their own uh, YouTube style versions. Yes. And some of them are fantastic. I've seen. Uh, I really enjoy some of the, um, uh, it's like the Michael Myers versus Jason Voorhees mashups that you see every once in a while. Really good stuff. I really enjoy it. So that's a, that's a hell of a pick for number one. I'm pissed for you if I got to see Terrifier without you. I'd be really upset with you. I've heard good reviews. Though. I have too. It's 100% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Adam, with my number one pick, I go to a genre that you don't often see listed in a top four, and that's an anthology. Damn it. This anthology is from a 2007 American director by the name of Michael Doherty, produced by Brian Singer. This is Trick or Treat, not Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat, which follows uh, a little avatar of Halloween terror, Sam. Uh, it looks like a little scarecrow, and he wants you to make sure you follow all the tricks and treats of Halloween or face the ultimate penalty. So this anthology spans over four different stories. And it actually shows what it would be like if you blew out the lantern and the pumpkin too quickly, or if you decided to turn off your lights before the trick-or-treaters can come to your house, or if you decide to mock the death of a busload full of children. This thing is brutal. I need help with the eyes. <laughs> it's brutal. It's an absolute twist and turn of an anthology series, each one woven into the next seamlessly. There's a sequel coming out, too, at some point here. It's been green for that. quite a while. I've heard that for a while. Uh, but you can actually grab comic books now, too, with Sam featured on the front. But with my number one pick, I'm going with a 2007 Halloween favorite, Trick or Treat. You definitely took my number two. Well, what's Son your number two bitch. now, buddy? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I do like an anthology on Halloween, though. Yeah, I do, too. It's, it's fun. It's to like have just it getting on. a bunch of spooky stories, like hitters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna risk it and not. No, I am because it's very. It's all Halloween based. I do have better movies on my list, but not that are so focused around Halloween. So I'm gonna go. Have to go with a. I believe it was a 2017 anthology. Okay. Uh, Tales of Halloween. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, yeah. So this starts off with the probably the best story is sweet tooth the child that grows up to be a clown that wants all of your candy um which sounds innocent but it yeah. is not it looks like me and then <laughs> no <laughs> no he doesn't that would not be scary at all oh this is so low budget i'm shutting it off um <laughs> but no very good and then it goes into like a child that gets possessed by a spirit and like creates havoc and i think through the movie there's 10 different stories they are not woven together like trick or treat which is the you know kind of a dash against it but yeah typical anthologies aren't woven they're together not so well. no. um 
but yeah, I think it's really good. Most of the 10 stories are really good and really brutal. Um, so it's cool, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I can and agree with that one. Completely focused around Halloween. So. I, and I love it. And it does it does encapsulate the spirit of Halloween. It's it's a great movie. It's one I always watch, too, man. That's actually one of the... I, I re-watched it last yeah. night after you sent me the show notes. And nice. that's actually one of the anthology stories is about the summoning the spirit uh-huh. of Halloween. So, which is also fucking brutal. It's brutal as all get out, right? Speaking of getting out, found footage films usually don't have a place in the, the anthols of... <laughs> Fuck. of halloween however this movie i believe has taken over the top notch for found footage horror movies especially around the season of halloween and that is hell house llc this 2015 american found footage horror film was written directed by steven cognetti and produced by fbi films this has been heralded as one of the scariest found footage films because of the ability of the filmmaker to have each shot feel as realistic as humanly possible to allow inanimate objects to have such life without life without a life filled movement most notably the clown in the basement no spoilers have to watch it but the clown in the basement will haunt you in your nightmares i'm going with my number two pick hell house llc not hiding my game face really well, am I? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sucks. I think that this face paint has given me special powers. It might, it might have. Yeah, hell else I'll see. All I, I mean, everything you said and all I have, uh, all else I have to say is, it's interesting. The ghosts. <laughs> it is. The ghosts. <laughs> the ghosts are very terrifying in that movie. They are. Yeah, I am. Um, just to echo what you said, I'm not a fan of found footage typically it's tough but this one actually had me i think i watched it (laughs) like while it was still daylight outside and it still was giving me chills got me yeah um but yeah great and it's all focused around halloween absolutely yeah that counts and it was definitely on my list you son of a bitch that's what i put on the face paint this is who I, you thought you were you were halloween i was born in the halloween (laughs) if if i got trick-or-treat yeah i probably would have had hell house at number four yeah, I would say. You didn't take my number three. Okay. But you took my number four. I'm you actually s- bumping up. You sunk my battleship. One. <laughs> no, you bump. You just sunk my like little tugboat. Thing. What was that? Yeah, the little the little, little tugger. F- yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> my makeup tugger. Yeah. Well. Like, um. I ate enough sharpies to stop an army. Wait till I poop later. That's gonna be odd. Ooh, it's a risky one. I'm going to go with It's another new one, though. I don't know if I want to keep going with these newer ones. Sometimes the newer ones have been coming out, and they're just bending it all over, bending the uh, the genres. That's why Hellas LLC was so good, because it, it really revamped. Well, get and you'll, you'll see. I'll do my honorable mentions at the end. I just think a lot of these aren't. I don't know if they are focused around Halloween or not. Okay. Um, but this one definitely is, and it's a newer one. And I'm going to have to go with Haunt yep. from uh, 2000. 19. 19? I was going to yeah. say 18, 19. Um, I think a Shudder original. It is. Um, and it's a very played out trope of teens going to a haunted house. Um, and, oh, it's crazy. And they're all kind of assholes. And there's one you might care about. And and kind of similar to Hell House, without it being found footage, is like shit just starts going wrong. Yes. And it just gets creepier and creepier and just more brutal. The kills are very well done. Um, 
especially for a Shutter original. Like, not a lot of CGI from what I remember. Yeah. It's been a year since I've seen this movie. Um, but it hit me and stuck with me, so it's making the top. Yeah. And then the twist of it, too, because there's yes. a twist at the end of the movie, which I don't want to give away. But it's it, not giving that away. Either. It does take that a genre, a genre ideology that has been used over and over again of, let's go to this extreme haunted house and see what happens. And then you find out why the house is so extreme. It's wonderful. And now if you take my number four. I don't think that I'm going to. I'm going to add some though. red to your white and black makeup. I'm going <laughs> to punch you right in the nose. any of them. Uh, I think I could take one if I wanted to be a jerk about it. But I want to go with a movie that uh, that I absolutely love. And it is focused on Halloween. It is, it is something that I have enjoyed for every Halloween season. It's from 1999. It's an American teen black comedy horror film directed by Rodman Flender, uh, written by Terry Hughes and Ron Milbauer, and it stars Mr. Seth Green and Jessica Alba. Uh, Idle Hands. There you go. Idle Hands is one of my favorite uh, horror comedies because it has just enough brutality in it, just enough possession in it, just enough gore in it, and just enough Jessica Alba in it for me to really love this thing. Plus, Seth Green, who doesn't love quirky snarpy just like late 90s seth green i love seth green so with my number three pick i'm going to go with idle hands nice choice thank you what are you going for your last pick here, so did buddy? i take one of yours with haunt you did take one of mine with haunt hey, finally you decided to bring in a banger so i'm going back to an oldie but a great one yeah back into a franchise that's been bastardized since <laughs> halloween <laughs> Three, Season of the Witch. I love that movie so much. <laughs> so, so I think that Halloween's in the same, like, universe, metaverse, metaverse yeah, yeah. Uh, in a way. But John Carpenter had nothing to do, it has nothing to do with one and two. Like, doesn't continue the story. Yeah. John Carpenter completely flips it on its head, turns it into a completely creepier thing with this big company slash cult that makes the Halloween masks and. Uh, just makes gross little globs out of uh, children's heads. And it's fantastic. With the, with the bugs. They had to face so many the lawsuits. Bugs. They're interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they had to face so many lawsuits because of this movie. Uh, they really got caught up in John Carpenter's red tape because they're like, basically they just stole a franchise name. Right. And decided like, hey, we're going to do our own thing with it. And John Carpenter's like, well, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> like, it's, I don't think that can happen. Right? Right. Uh, but fantastic movie. And yeah. I also love watching kids have to explode. <laughs> so, Adam, with my last pick here, um, I was going to do do an obvious pick. But I'm going to just save him for honorable mentions. Oh, I wonder if it's the same one I had. Because uh, you just said save him. Yeah. So I might, have had, I might have the same one. So I actually have another found footage film that I truly, truly enjoy. Um, it's called... The House is October Built from 2014. So I was doing some research and saw that on some list, but I've never... And there's a one and a two. Yes. And I've never watched either of them. Two is not a necessary watch. Okay. Just letting you know that one. Tell me about one. So one is about a group of uh, viral vloggers, much like podcasters try to be. They go around and they check out different haunts throughout the Halloween season. And their their white whale, white buffalo of senses, 
is uh, the this group called the Blue Skull. So they are constantly trying to find the Blue Skull, find the Blue Skull, find the Blue Skull, and all of a sudden they finally get an invite from this group to come to their extreme haunt. From there, it is just an unraveling of this group from top to bottom. Huge twists and turns, great special effects, great gore. You don't know, at some point, you don't understand whether this is a supernatural thing, a serial killer thing, a cult thing, a paranoia thing, a mental health collapse. You don't know what it is, but it's something that will resonate with you at the end of it. Interesting. It, it's a fantastic movie. I truly do enjoy it. I think it should be on people's uh, list this year for Halloween, which is why I'm going to let it come out for number four. Nice. Because I think it's uh, I think it's worth the watch, man. What a and... weird thing for bloggers to do. We would never do a stunt like that. Nope. <clears throat> we never. Paint our faces. We've never painted our faces. <laughs> so Adam, sold our soul to the goth. To the you devil. signed the contract to the goth to the devil. You signed the contract that the I didn't get the best demon re- I could find. <laughs> Adam, before we move into our Mount Rushmore here, do you have any honorable mentions that you want to toss out <laughs> oh, there? Oh, yeah. I got some great ones, dude. That, uh, so a lot of mine, just not sure. And you can tell me if it's Halloween-centric enough. Okay. That's why I didn't make the list. Uh, of course, uh, Terrifier. Yes, of course. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. One of my favorites, but I don't know if that's necessarily Halloween or I not. I mean... No, I think it's just sure. goofy costumes they're wearing. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's set during Halloween. No. But I'll have to watch it again. No. I don't know. I didn't have time. Um, everything I could look up about the plot synopsis didn't mention Halloween. Right, so right. Left it out. Uh, a good one that does include <laughs> Halloween. E.T. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another series. Uh, I know Pet Cemetery 2 yes. involves Halloween, but I don't know if one does. There's some Thanksgiving in it. That's why the yes. family travels. but. Yeah. So it's close to the season, but not. I didn't think either were central themed around Halloween enough. And then another one that barely didn't make the list. If you stole one more of mine, it would have. And it's Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, I love Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, Mother's Milk. Just baby. to make exactly. <laughs> I do love that movie a lot. Probably the closest to making the list out of all those horrible. Yeah, I would Ernest say Scared Ernest Scared Stupid is one of my favorite movies to watch. Uh, Terrifier did make my honorable mention. So did. Uh, the monster mask from R.L. Stein, the uh, on the Goosebumps series, when she got the the demon mask and she mm-hmm. put it on, couldn't come off. Monster Blood was also on there then too because that was a Halloween gift. Uh, I also would say that I wanted to see if I can sneak on like Halloween Town and piss you off or Hocus Pocus. I would have <laughs> hit you with, I would have hit you with the mic for Halloween Town. Yeah, uh, and I would have just called you one of the witches with how you're currently dressed for Hocus Pocus. Absolutely, amok, 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 amok. <laughs> yeah, it's coming, dude. By the time people are watching this, Hocus Pocus two came out, and yeah, I bet you I loved it. I don't have Halloween Plus. No Star Wars. <laughs> no stupid movies. Disney Halloween? Do you have Halloween Plus? Disney Plus? Disney Plus? I do not have Disney. Plus. Oh, okay. I wish Halloween Plus was a. Thing. I was like, are you trying to keep things from me that there's a streaming service called Halloween Plus? Yeah, it's I called would... Shutter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> accurate. Yeah, but those are those are some of my honorable mentions as well. Um, there are some fun movies out there too. Also, oh yeah, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses was my other. Yes, one. that yeah. was kind of on my on my list too. I use that in so many other lists that I was trying yeah. to avoid it. And that's why I was trying to avoid Terrifier as well. I mean. We love David, but we can't constantly right. give him the trophy. We'll right. seem like homers. It wasn't Halloween-centric enough. I think Terrifier 2 might be. 
I think Terrifier 2 is. I think, I think it's going to make a lot of lists this year, so we'll we'll give him a break from this one. It's going to make a lot of people mad, yeah. too, from my understanding. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, House of a Thousand Corpses got a lot of hate in the beginning, but uh, it's shining bright as a diamond now after yeah. seeing that Monsters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, what a piece of garbage. <laughs> so, Adam, we have four absolutely frightening movies to bring out in the Halloween season. So let's run through these and get our final four. Uh, I think all of mine and uh, Trick or Treat off yours. Done. No, 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 no. Done. Uh, let's see here. Trick or Treat. And, let's just go one and one here. OG Halloween and Trick or Treat. I think they both belong on the list. I think they're one and two. But I think OG Halloween's number one because it kicked it all off it's, it, I can, for historical reasons. And I would agree with that. And I think that Trick or Treat belongs number two because I think it holds down the anthology uh, bar. I think there's Correct. other movies to try to reach that bar, but Trick or Treat really set it high. And in all honesty, not to support your list too much, that was also on my list, but I do watch that every Halloween, at least once. Yeah, it's a great movie. B- both of those, but I always watch Trick or Treat yeah. once. So now I think it comes down to... The real fight here, I think, is going to be between Haunt, Haunt, Hell House LLC, and... How is that October built? Because they're all similar. Yeah, I'm not going to put House of October built on there, only because I'm already putting Trick or Treat on there. And I think if... Or not Trick or Treat. Um, I yeah. had used Hell House. And I think Hell House is better than Houses that October okay. built for different reasons. But I think Hell House LLC has more of a terrifying factor to it. So that's why I would take my house houses that October built off of there and elevate Hell House LLC. So I, I, my pitch then is for Hell House LLC to be number three here. I don't, I don't think so. Why not? I don't think so, John Wayne Pasty. No way. <laughs> uh, I think I think Haunt's stronger than that, and Halloween 3 is definitely stronger than that. I think uh, I think Hell House LLC goes number three, and I think Haunt goes number four. I just saved Halloween three because I thought you wouldn't pick it, and you didn't. No, I didn't pick it because it's forgettable. No, it's not. It's forgettable. Oh, it's great. It's great if you care it, about horror movies. It's a great movie for people who don't know how to find the streaming services that do only watch TNT. It's really good when Ted Turner tells you what to watch for Halloween. It's, you just you just watch. The Daily Scroll, like you watch that old channel commercial, like the channel thing. It's like, oh, there's what's on TNT. I'm gonna select that. The old channel station number two. Like, oh. Yeah, real okay. Yeah. You look like one of the fucking bad kids in Karate Kid right now. Shut the fuck, <laughs> dude. They were so built though. They were built. Thank you. That's a compliment. I appreciate you. I just met your face and my body. Yeah, well, you have a lovely body. Oh, you're nice, so sweet. Nice goth titties. Do <laughs> stacked. So, uh, I so what are you pitching here to me? I'm. I think Hell House LLC goes four, and Haunt goes number three. I think Halloween three goes number three. And you're getting rid of Haunt. Well, I mean, I'll put it at number four. No, you're not. So Hell House LLC is number three, and Halloween three is number no, you four. Got them backwards. Again. Oh. No, I had them right. No, you got them backwards. Oh, okay. Jeez. You know, just for you. Easy there. You, you ran out of insults. Stop it. <laughs> Shaggy two hot dogs. <laughs> I couldn't find a food that rhymes with dope. No, it's uh, <laughs> Shaggy two soap. That's what you're going to need to clean your face. I will, too. I tried to wash it off my hands in the bathroom after I was a- applying it, and it was not coming off. Not coming off. Violent jam. <laughs> 
I mean, the Fago can just stay because it's, it looks like I drank way too much of it. Uh, yeah, so we're going to put Halloween 3, Season of the Witch uh, at number three, and then Hell House LLC at number four. <laughs> you look like what happens when the McDonald's ice cream machine breaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got grease in it again. Could you could you imagine if someone like went to McDonald's like can I get some ice cream? They just point on the guy standing there like the old Maytag commercials like when the the thing's starting to run it's just me standing here. Ronald McGrundled. Who wanted a sesame seed one? I'll give you some sesame seeds. So to start your spooky season. The boys bring you the Mount Rushmore, according to us, for Halloween-based horror movies. And that is the OG Halloween, Trick or Treat, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and Hell House LLC. If you have some better movies that you think we should put on this, on this list, go ahead and hit us up to KNWTV uh, at gmail.com or to KNWTV on any of our social media, including now TikTok. Adam, we're moving into your favorite segment. Questions the from pop- the internet! Questions from the internet! For your goth face. Goth? Are you answering this as a new school goth or as old school Matt? That's a good question. We'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. So play it by ear. <laughs> You'd be loved in the Midwest. Where's my configuration? What's that? Like, Recalibrate. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, where do you have your deepest and, and or best thoughts? Two, two places. Yeah. Uh, when I'm driving primarily. Yes. And when I'm pooping. I, I, He's a poop. I agree with driving. Yep. And also in the shower. Definitely in the shower. I get some there. If, if I have I'm, a lot more time at one of those. If I'm having a, a good, a good, nice, warm shower and I feel good, I have good thoughts. Very good. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I have happy thoughts in the shower. Like, I feel good, but I don't know about deep thoughts. Or, like, ideas. And I take, like, deep best as, like, ideas. I get a ton of ideas driving. Yeah, all oh, driving for sure because you like you want to forget that you're stuck in Pittsburgh traffic again for right. the gajillionth time. Yeah, right. Uh, Adam, if you could make any movie character a mainstay in your friend group, who would it be? Uh, you go first. I'm not sure on this one. I would love to bring the Terminator from Terminator Two to life to be my friend oh my because no one would fuck with me. <laughs> Look who's dark now. Yeah. Well, think about it, dude. He can see at night. He can do all kinds of cool shit. He's super strong. He's programmable. He's a great shot. He can drive a car. Everybody wants to beat you up. Uh, Yeah, everyone wants to beat me up, and they can't anymore because I have this uh, this Austrian war machine just trying to take people out. Think about this, though, dude. You're like, oh, I really wish I could go to San Diego and go drink beer, but I can't afford a plane ticket. Guess who can drive all night without meth? My Terminator can. I'm in San Diego. I'm drinking at Stone. Boom. That was a really good answer that you already had prepared. I still, no, I didn't. I just thought I of that. I still don't have anything. You don't have anything? I don't know. What do you recommend for me? I think you would like to have the uh, <laughs> any character from I Think You Should Leave. If you could just do a roulette and get one of his characters. It's like... Friend group? Yeah. That would never be more than friends. We trying to have a rogue come to life, and yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Just got Alba from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Did she live? She lived. She lived. No, she died. She oh, got the no. through her gut. You're so just trying to marry people. That's not cool. I'm already married. Pick. I would never do that. Pick 
Some pick something fun. I picked a fucking Terminator. <laughs> pick something fun. Yeah, they were still in high school. I was gonna say the the uh, kids from Superbad, but they were. That would be school. fun. They were still in high school then, though. But could could you imagine though, like if they were your if they were in your friend group and the discussions you would have? Pretty much me and you. Yeah. 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 Damn it. Except you're friends with Judd Apatow now, too, and you might get in movies. I can't think of a good one. Because there's not, like, a movie I go back to again and again, except for horror movies with killers. Oh, you know who you'd be really good with? Uh, Jason Siegel. <laughs> no, I fucking hate him. You don't like Jason Siegel? I fucking hate him. And he's just an actor. That's not even a character. Yeah. Well, like him and... Like, I love you, man. Yeah, fuck that. No bro. way. He's no, so good. I'd fucking bash him to death with that bass guitar. About Russell Brand. <laughs> Again, bash him to death with that bass guitar. I think this is the first Maybe, time. Maybe um, Johnny Depp from Edward Scissorhands, because we could just both be... I mean, it's kind of who I'm talking to right now, um, except way cheaper makeup. Um, but yeah, I think we're both... Depressed sad. and drink a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink a mega pint of beer with him. Yeah. Mega pint of wine. Adam... You get to drop every responsibility for an entire day and go do something fun. What are you doing? Might be something that I actually get to do. Okay. Like, does it have to be local or do, can I travel? It can. It, can, it has to be something kind of like in your wheelhouse. Like, you, you can't just be like, I want to go be the president for a day. Like, no, like, no, who no. I was going to like go to Munich and drink October 1st. That's cool. Yeah. That's what you want to do? Yeah. I think that's what I would do. If I could just do anything for, for an day. entire day. Shoot guns and drink whiskey. And then go to Munich for dinner. There's probably a place I could shoot guns and drink. I don't know about America. Do you just want to hang out with Joe Rogan for a day? Is that No, I see I don't even like him. I don't want him in my friend group either. <laughs> Am I Oh that's it, Shane Gillis. But uh, he's not a movie character. He's a, he's own, I could hang he's with his own character. Day. Yeah. Hang with for sure. Day. Yeah. So you'd go to you go to I don't know, I would do that or like go. Go hang in Nashville and listen to some music. Like I, I definitely travel though. I don't. I can't think of. I already have a lot of freedom in Pittsburgh, so it's like. Can't really. You don't really do much. Like saying theater. like, ah, oh, go drink a dancing gnome. Yeah, better do just, that. I can do that. Yeah, you call off work. Go do that right, right. now. Uh, yeah. No, I think I think Munich Oktoberfest is really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I if I only have a day, I might. But I think it only counts once you I need land. Teleportation. Yeah, but I think like, you travel doesn't count. Like okay. when you get there. Yeah, that would probably be my best day ever. Yeah. Because it's only for, yeah, it's only, it's only a day. day. It's not like I can pick a, a new career. No, no, you can't. No, you can't freeze time and start over on something else. I would. I'm stuck in this fucking. Stop, stop. We got, I'm the one with the gothic face paint. What are we doing? <laughs> Johnny. This Dad. is my favorite segment, goddammit. <laughs> I would. I'm going to go poop and think about it. <laughs> I think that I would steal one of yours. I would love to go to Nashville and just be able, or or New Orleans, one or the other, just a big music town. Nashville is so much fun. And just sit there with with coffees in the morning and just rotate into drinks in the evening and just kind of take in the entire thing. I think it'd be nice to be down in New Orleans because I want to go on the voodoo tours and the haunted haunted tours and stuff too. That'd be fun. Nashville for me was like what people get from like the casino vibe. Like yeah. Where they pump in oxygen and like you just that never big leave. rush. Yeah. Me and Lori both, like neither of us are country fans either. And we went down there and hit the strip for till like three thirty in the morning. Yeah. Thankfully we could walk back to our hotel. Yeah. 
crashed. Woke up the next day at like 9 a.m. because music started playing. It just felt good. And just like, let's do it again. Yeah. That's and awesome. It was uh, it was awesome. Wonderful. So, Adam, we have to end this episode. I had a lot of fun with you. <clears throat> Adam, what's on tap and where can you find us? So, Matt, you can find the two beers we had on the podcast today, the English Dark Mild and the Pumpkin Roll Stout at Bring Up a Cure on October 8th. Or down here in the Jojitorium before that and after that. Wonderful. Uh, we're taking half of it to bring up a cure. And if it's the other half staying here and whatever doesn't go at bring up a cure, which I hope it all does, it's also coming back here. Um, in addition to that, we have a little bit of the award-winning South of Heffen left. And that is it. Oh, and if you want to go, I'm down here in the Brew Lab. It's at Bash underscore Brew on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you want to go on the boys down here at Jojitorium, we are at KNWTV on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Do not forget about our Gmail account, KNWTVGmail.com. If you want to be a guest, send us an email. If you go on Redbubble, dad hats are always $19.52. And again, don't forget about bringing up a cure on October 8th, where you can get tickets and hang out with the boys. So, from where you are at your place, starting off spooky season the right way with our list of Halloween-based movies. Until next time, cheers. Cheers. Happy Three Rivers Beer Week. See you guys out there. They're they're actually probably from like fucking New Mexico or something. They just like <laughs> Vince McMahon's like, let's get racist. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Now take out your two front teeth. That's good shit. Lick children. Lick lick them. And their parents are gonna be like, yeah, that's it. Lick my kid. <laughs> that was weird. That was like, oh, lick my kid. Lick my kid. <laughs> Late eighties, early nineties were weird. Yeah, you got away with a lot. They licked children. And the parents are like, do it. Yeah, yeah, they're holding them out. It's like the first match you see Bret Hart. You don't need a bath now. Bret Hart comes down and gives like, oh, yeah, jam. Give him him your shades. And Bushwhackers come down. Lick my fucking kid. (laughs) 